It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. the last podcast of the year it is not because we're lazy buggers or anything like that oh. but just the thought police has to take some time out to do a bit of thinking we do you know because things have changed this Since is we started when we started doing the thought police podcast right yeah uh, Theresa May was the prime minister yeah um we had an idea that we were going to leave the European Union yeah um stupid idea some point in 2019 yeah, right? right which obviously isn't happening October the 31st wasn't it was it because yeah. I can't remember when we started doing this do you well, so, well, we started. Let me have a look at that. I mean, did we start in... Um, it feels like we started in April let or me, something. Because we did that... Do you remember that uh, thing we did at the Groucho Club? Yeah. Which was the start of it all. I do. Our debate. 28th of May. 28th of May, OK. Yeah. All right. So she was still the Prime Minister then? She certainly was. Um, and uh, Boris Johnson was possibly the Foreign Secretary? I think he still was at that point. Yeah. He hadn't quite left the job. No. Um... So you would have had um, already the deadline of March 29th had passed. Yeah. But it had been reset for October 31st. Yeah. Uh, which has now passed. Yeah. Boris Johnson's now the Prime Minister. Yeah. They've just been re-elected with a massive yeah. majority. And, and we're going to leave on January the 31st. And we're gonna, I think everybody seems to agree that that's what's going to happen. Well, I don't think there's any way around that now. It doesn't there? seem to be. I mean, even old Gina Miller can't surely come up with some... Somebody was saying to me that if she comes <sighs> up with some plan over in Europe to try and stop everything from happening... Yeah. The problem there would be, right, that she would then create a no-deal scenario. Because if we don't have a deal, yeah, and they, they say, well, we don't agree with this deal anymore, we just leave without it. I mean, honestly, I mean, we talked about this a bit last week when it was still coming she, down. She's on the shot, planks list as well, by the way. Yeah. As you you're, what, your top 100 My planks. My top 100 planks. Jolien Moron's yeah. on it. I think we've just got to we've got to move on now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe if there are any new European listeners, readers listening to this, they'll hate me for saying this but the 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 argument has got to change at yeah. some point you know have you got a sort of post bag i presume you have of, of readers who, yeah. who who send you what yeah. their thoughts and, and actually and have you them, noticed anything changing yeah, most of them are saying that okay that we've lost remain now that's gone but now we've got to start the battle for coming back in you've yeah. got to start that argument which you know, if it's anything like the argument to leave, it might take 30 years or more. Yeah. But who knows what's going to happen in the next sort of five or six years. I think yeah. it's going to be... You know, Scotland's a massive issue, obviously, isn't it? You know, It is now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. we haven't really talked about Scotland, actually. Yeah. That is a massive issue. A lot of people in Scotland that I'm talking to at the moment are saying to me things like, 
we are starting to get the impression that actually the Tories don't care about Scotland yeah. and they don't mind if they lose it. Because yeah. even though they're technically the Conservative and Unionist Party, I don't think Boris Johnson would want to be the Prime Minister that allowed no. the breakup of Great Britain. Of the Union, no. I really no. don't. No. And but he may not be able to help it, you know. Well, yeah, but there's, you know, there's nothing that anybody can do. We had this yeah. conversation again on, on the night of the election. Um, you know, there's no constitutional route that Nicola Sturgeon can take... To demand a referendum. To demand a referendum. Yeah. She yeah. just can't do it. Now, yeah. you might say, OK, but there is actually some kind of moral obligation to give the people the right to determine their own destiny. Yeah. But morals, morals are all very well. well. They tried that in Catalonia. Well, exactly. I mean, suddenly enough, yeah. I mentioned that because what we could end up with is the same story, yeah. where you start locking up people from the SNP. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine doing seven years for for what, well, sedition? Obviously, there's nothing I can say about the Alex Salmon situation because he has yet to yes, stand no, trial. Um, but you know, uh, politicians yeah. go to prison, dangerous business. Yeah. Um, yeah. But technically speaking, all Boris has to say because he's got such a big uh, majority is sorry, bugger off. Yeah. I don't care what you want. That's right. You're not getting it. I mean, the one the one place where he may not have much of a choice is, is Northern Ireland. If if uh, if things do turn out badly for yeah. Northern Ireland and and people you know in short order start to resent the terms of see, I Boris don't Johnson's see that Brexit somehow. Too. I don't see that. Right, the idea that there will be a border in the Irish Sea. People say it all the time. Nobody yeah. knows what it means, right? Yeah. Do you know what it means? No. No. Well, it means that the checks there'll be checks, notional checks either side. Of yeah. The, Which the there sea, already rather are, rather than being a border down between Northern Ireland yeah. and the Republic. But there isn't one there now, right? Yeah. So where do you think the checks get done now? Well, quite. I yeah, mean, but it's all it's all European Union at the moment, isn't it? So there aren't there aren't those checks. No, but there are still checks because they need yeah. to see what's coming into mainland yeah. the UK. Yeah, but they, there'll be the sort of the checks from the European Union into the non-European yeah. Union. Which but is we no, but we haven't got we haven't got Schengen, right? Yeah. We're not part of that. No, no, no. Um, so if you fly to Dublin, say yeah. from I don't know Romania, and you get in a car and you drive into. Um, the ports of, of Northern Ireland, yeah. and you take a ferry over to, say, Stranraer, yeah. which you can do, yeah. you know, at some point or other during that journey, you get checked, surely. I guess so. You must do. I mean, I've not done it, so I've never. Yeah. I've only ever flown to Northern Ireland. Yeah. Uh, I used to go to Belfast quite a lot. Yeah. And I certainly remember the days when there was CJD knocking about. Yeah. You used to have to walk through like a yeah. trough. I think that was slightly different, wasn't it? Because they were... Yeah but, you had, from, yeah, but you had to walk through a trough. Yeah, like I don't a, think anyone's going to make livestock. I don't, even though they, <laughs> they hold non-European Union members in contempt, I don't yeah. think they'll make them walk through a trough. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that would be the answer. The French customs yeah. going into the Eurostar and just walk through that trough, yeah. yeah. You know, you've, got got your, you've got on your shoes. <laughs> but, you know... They must have, and I've been told by no less than Colonel Bob Stewart, who worked the border yes. when he was in the army, right? Yeah. He said, don't worry, you know, there's plenty of eyes on the border yeah. between Northern Ireland and the Republic. Yeah. Plenty. Right. No, I'm right? sure there are, yeah. And there are also plenty uh, in Holyhead yeah. as well. But if you're a Republican in Northern Ireland, wouldn't you be, you'd be rather pleased now, wouldn't you? Because you're sort of, you're closer than ever before now to the Republic, aren't you? Well, I think the point about Northern Ireland is that it's already quite closely yeah. wrapped up with, this is with where, the Republic. This is where you know? I wonder whether not that, that sense of being British as opposed to being Irish for, uh, nas- uh, for loyalists, for nationalists in the Northern Ireland, whether that'll start eroding a bit because, it, you know, it'll be less tangibly true, won't it? Because... 
they'll actually have a lot more in common with the Republic yeah. than they will do with the Lake District across the water. Well, maybe so. Um, and, and I suppose you, you would be in Scotland, some people would make the same argument about, you know, they feel closer to the European Union than yeah. they feel to England. Yeah. And when you're in Scotland, you might feel that that's the same thing. There's an awful lot of European Union um, uh, citizens who have gone to Scotland to work, yeah. um, you know, particularly in Edinburgh and Glasgow. Yeah. But that's the same in every city in Britain, really. Um, I just think that in Northern Ireland, it's a much smaller problem than everybody thinks. Because I don't think anyone really believes the return of terrorism is going to happen. I mean, there's always been low-level... Yeah, but people were saying that. Yeah. There's always been that kind of low-level criminal activity. Yeah. That some and of they've these... still got these walls, as you know well. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've got these extraordinary peace walls at yeah, 50 yeah. foot high to stop Oh, and all the, all the, all the police stations are still, you know, yeah, yeah. surrounded by barbed wire, yeah. about 50 feet high, and all the yeah. Land Rovers have still yeah. got the skirts to stop the petrol yeah. bombs from going underneath. Yeah. You know, but I think in the end... Um, it's such a small economy, yeah. Northern Ireland, yeah. you know, and without wishing to be disrespectful, I thought Dodds losing his seat was interesting, considering that, yeah. you know, he was such a major player That's right. for such a long time, yeah. and he got screwed over by the Sinn Féin coalition, That's right. right? Um, and suddenly nobody gives a shit. Yeah. So it's not as though anybody's going, oh my God, Nigel Dodds is gone. It'd be interesting if Sinn Féin decided to take their seats. No. Well, funnily enough, that was a process that people said might hurry along Brexit yeah. or stop Brexit, yeah. depending on which way they voted. Because if it when was, it was still on, on the majority knife edge, yeah, when so. it was on the majority knife edge, if they had done that, they could have they really made a difference. It. Yeah. Yeah. But I think all of these things will work themselves out. And I know that sounds incredibly nebulous and not really. No, I think you're right. You know, I think people who do business with Northern Ireland will figure out how to do it. Yeah. You know, um, and there will be, and I'm glad there's going to be customs checks. To be honest, I mean, mm. you know, because we want to know what is coming in and what is going out. I mean, look at that uh, that, case, that awful case in Essex with the Vietnamese people in the back of the yeah, lorry. Amazing. You know, that lorry came from Northern Ireland, yeah, right? Now, did. they weren't in it when it yeah. came from Northern Ireland. They were only in it when they picked them up in, uh, in yeah. England. Yeah. But, you know, there's an awful lot of stuff um, that needs to be checked. In well, my we're going we're gonna to find out. We're going to find out. And, um, you know, like I said last on Tuesday, I do hope that everything goes swimmingly and we all look back and you in 10 years' time could say what you're worrying about, you stupid tosser. But... I need to see it. You know, well, when you see, see the streets of Barcelona and Paris aflame, yeah, you know, when we're basking in the sunshine, <laughs> and you can do you can do your reverse Iraqi front page. You have a picture of us all in a you know, yes. lovely sort of the enemy superb deck chair, listening to a brass band in Green Park. You know, <laughs> like something you, out of Harry Palmer. That's, right, that's, right. that's what we all do. We go back to the nineteen fifties, you know, and it's somebody playing some you know great brand you know pomp and ceremony or something like that. That's you right. know, and we're yeah. sitting there with our bowler hats on and our exactly. umbrellas, exactly. Um, and we're gazing over. <laughs> those ghastly foreigners having a terrible time yes it's super but you know the world has changed dramatically yeah. over the course of time yeah. you know and I just think that all of this kind of uh, desperation for you know isolation it's not going to be like that you know and I've said to people many times on the, on the radio show I said you know I don't particularly want to leave the European Union in a bad way mm. why would you mm. you know there are closest you know sort of you know members of of, of, of our continent yeah. you know we're, we're attached we're not like we're leaving Europe we're yeah. still Europe, we're still European in yeah. that sense yeah. but why would we want to have a big row with them or go to bloody yeah. war with them it's ridiculous is there know? anything else we can talk about yeah <laughs> 
I mean, honestly. Well, like... why don't we talk about the year? Because... Well, let's just mark the occasion, by the way. This mm. is the 50th Thought Police podcast. Is it really? It's number 50. Wow. Or half well, century. In that case, that's I would bad, like to... That's very good. I would like to take the opportunity to thank everybody who's downloaded it so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's been in news charts now for a long time, and it's still recommended in the politics yeah. um, section so of we're doing something, right? We must be doing something. Do you right? think you know, like it's got that little explicit mark next to it? Yeah. Because we swear occasionally. Uh-huh. Do you think that puts some people off? Well, you know, occasionally I would get um, messages from people saying, "I wish you told me it was a sweary one," because right. my I was listening to, to it with my kids. My kids. I mean, it wouldn't bother my kids because yeah. they hear me swearing all the time. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, I don't think it's a problem, no. no. I really don't. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I, I think we, we don't swear that much. No. Try not well, to. I was just wondering whether we should adopt a sort of non swear policy and get that thing taken off and maybe more people would listen to it. Well, you could, but I think the problem with, with all of these things, it's not a matter of not getting people to listen, it's the fact of getting people to hear about it. Yeah. Because we don't advertise it. I mean, no. I, the only activity that we do is on social media. You know, yeah. I put it on Facebook, I put it on Instagram occasionally, I put it on Twitter. You know, so I think it was, it's it's growing. It's 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 word of mouth, isn't and it? Which is the best kind. Who listen to it do like it? Yeah, we get, I mean, well, and can I echo your thanks? And in then? fact, yeah. my, my, can I tell you, please, that people were were tweeting me a lot about the Christmas tree saga from last week. Oh, were they? But yeah. they thought that was hilarious, <laughs> which it actually was. You know, in fact, the mother of my children said I hadn't listened to it because I always have these rows with her because she doesn't listen to everything that I do. Yeah. Unbelievably, right? Incredible. She says, well, what I see you all the do? time. I know. I said, well, you put it on in the car or something. You can listen to Radio 4. What's wrong exactly. with you? you know? I like Radio 4. I don't think my wife has listened to a single minute of this. <laughs> Probably just She's as well. Treats me with total contempt. I know. Well, it's I, like I have well, a yeah. I'm the same. She's like, why would I want to listen to it? I said, I haven't yeah. listened to you all, you know, I talk to yeah. you on the phone, I listen to you all weekend when you're here. <laughs> why would I want to fucking listen to you? And she does yeah. listen to this radio show sometimes in the morning. Yeah. Um, she said, I'm not listening to the podcast, but then she listened to that one. Yeah. And she said, you made me sound like a complete maniac. <laughs> I said, well, maybe that's because you are. You know, maybe you should, uh, maybe you should realise. I'm trying to remember which one it was. What was the number of that? Because if people I think it was last, uh, I think it was last Tuesday. It was certainly last week. Yeah. And I think it's actually on Twitter as the Christmas tree yeah. kind of. I think you know, it was think... the one called Two Wise Men. Yes, that's it. Yeah. It was about Christmas. Two Wise yeah. Men. Um, so if you want to find out what that's all about and you haven't heard it, go on yeah. and listen to that. Yeah, there was yeah. A, bit of a bit of an event, actually, not really much of an event, but one of the um, baubles fell off the tree oh. this weekend oh. and broke. Oh. So that was, was it expensive? Set. Probably. I don't, even, I don't even know how much some of this stuff costs, Do you know what? I suspect doing? it was really expensive. Right, so you know the bloody lights that you get these days? Yeah. And we talked a bit about this, like, like how, how much they've come on. Right? Yeah, yeah, the so LED So the new ones. challenge with lights is untangling the bloody things. Oh, yeah. Even when you get them out the box... Right. You can't just lay them out in a no. straight line. No. It takes you literally an hour. Yeah. So, so my daughter tried to untangle last year's, mm. right, of about a 1,000 LEDs, right, and in the end did what I would probably have done after an hour of messing right. about, snapped the thing, <laughs> just snapped you it in that. half out you of frustration. Do. So you they do. were completely buggered. Right. So my wife went out and bought two new right. sets, and one was, she did obviously didn't look very closely on the, on the box. One right. was... Um, like massive star, plastic stars that kind of bang out like, yeah, yeah. you know, if you had uh, epilepsy, you'd be, fit, <laughs> you'd be fitting on the floor right, every minute. Right. And the other one we thought was just a big string of, uh, of lights, but it turns out it's a net, right? right? It's a net, okay. about two square metres. Is that the things you're supposed to put in the window? I guess so. we've got a couple of those. Well, we've just thrown it on top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> After I, finally, after I finally managed to untangle it and right. work out it was a net, right. right? 
That's quite clever. He's just sort of tra- yeah, thrown it over yeah. the Christmas tree. That'll work. And the Christmas tree now looks like it's got a load of kind of plastic spider web all over yeah. it. So yeah. it's, it looks terrible. Yeah. It looks absolutely terrible. <laughs> and it, it blinks. And because they're two separate lights, yeah. when they're both strobing, yeah. it's like double strobe time. Right. You know, it's like, and I, seriously, I, you can't look at it And without. do you keep it on? Do you keep them on all the time? Or just we have done. It, this was we only did it last night. So oh really? We were late to it. Yeah. I'll have so, to come and check so, them out. Yeah. Yeah. Because ours, I mean, it looks lovely, right? But we had this. It was a lobster, and <laughs> yeah. uh, don't ask me why. A lobster. It's like a silver lobster, <laughs> and it fell down because she was trying to. She was trying to add another thing. She'd been yeah. out shopping, and she yeah. came back with four new baubles. And I was like, yeah. well, it's already decorated. Yeah. Why are you putting four new ones on? Yeah. Oh, I can't resist Christmas decorations, right? <laughs> yeah. So as I'm putting one on, this fucking lobster falls to the Did floor, oh, and his and his um, flippers, whatever they call flippers, claws. <laughs> <laughs> They look a bit like flippers on a pinball machine on this thing. What are they? Claws. Claws, there you go. Um, yeah, they've bro- broken off. So she's now going to fix it with super... I'm like, what are you doing? I'm going to fix it with super glue. Oh, my God. How much is a lobster bauble these I days? Bet it's a, I don't know, but it's about a tenner. Tenner, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like I told you, some of the ones in, in Fulham and Mason's are like 20 odd. Well, I was in Liberty's this morning oh, doing yeah. the last minute Very show, nice. And some of the things there, like 35 quid for a bauble. Oh, and yeah. painted by, by some blind virgin <laughs> campuchia. <laughs> Now, there's the place I haven't heard of. Yeah. Is Campuchia still there? I think so. Because I remember going to concerts for Campuchia, right? Yeah. Back in the... This is one of the stories that I'm sure I've probably told somewhere before, but I'll tell yeah. you again. Let me go a little Concerts for Campuchia. Yeah. It was one of the greatest lineups I've ever seen, and it was when a friend of mine and I were really mad about The Who, right? Yeah. And it was The Who, yeah. The Clash, The Pretenders, Ooh. and The Specials. Amazing. Um, all at Hammersmith Odeon, which I think is now the Hammersmith Apollo, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And we had been down there to Hammersmith Apollo because it was one of those, when I was a teenager, you used to come, I think it was about 1978, 79, around yeah. there. And um, you'd take, it was an all-day all thing. Yeah. You'd sort of hang about. Yeah. I don't know why, but we were kind of, you know, like, <laughs> I think we could get into pubs and things like that. We yeah. weren't particularly drinking, but we were hanging about. And I went, um, and we got two tickets, and, and I don't know if you know Hammersmith Odeon in those days, it was a, there was a balcony, we were up there. Yeah. So we walked down and said there were some touts knocking around. And... Um, you know, got two kids, got two kids, only two kids, paper two kids, all that. Yeah. And I got to the guy, I said, um, what do you got? Um, yeah, I said, I've got two tickets to sell. Oh, I know, no, sorry, here's what happened. I went, we went back to the box office and they had two returns. Right. Or three returns or something. Yeah, yeah. For like the third row. Yeah. So we bought them. Fantastic. Right, went outside to sell the tickets to the town. So <laughs> I went up to him and I thought, well, I'll get rid of these. And I, I, he said, what you got? Well, to sell the tickets you already had? The, the older tickets right, for the right, balcony, right, right. yeah, because we you. wanted the good ones. Got right? you, got you. And they wouldn't take them back in the box office. Yeah. So um, I said to the guy, uh, what will you give me for two seats in the balcony? And he went, I'll give you a pony for that. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was. No, no, no. I had no idea. Yeah. I said, that's no, not enough. Yeah. Because I thought, you know, he's going to have to, he's all right, 26. Apparently a pony's 25 quid. Yeah, that's right. Which is. I didn't know. So he gave me 26, yeah. he gave me 26 quid, I gave him the tickets. I walk about yeah. five steps away. And this policeman pulls up and arrests him. And <laughs> <laughs> drags him off into the back of it. And he's never to be seen again. Oh, they rounded up all the touts, right? Well, funnily enough, right, on touts, I, I grew up in, in Liverpool. Yeah. And some of my mates were ticket touts, right? And they well, got... I mean, you still see them now. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I don't go to football much these yeah. days. But every football match I go to, there's yeah. loads of them. But you know why they've got this language that, that you can't Well, so the cops presumably don't know what they're talking about. No, it's not the cops. It's other tickets. It's so you don't know what the price ah, is okay. there. So if you go to a ticket tout and say, have you got two tickets, please? Right. And he says, yeah. 
and he says, you say how much? You say 100 quid each, right, or whatever. He then will shout over to his mate, uh, two tickets over here, double McGarrett. Right. right. And a McGarrett is, can you guess what a McGarrett is? From Steve McGarrett from Hawaii Five-O. A, a, a McGarrett is 50. 50 quid. Very good. Right. So a double Because I probably wouldn't think that if I was standing there. I'd no, no, go, no, you'd be going, what the hell is he talking yeah. about? And uh, so like McGarrett. So it's like quid. a Cockney rhyming slang. The sco- a score is obviously 20. 20 yeah. uh, then I think a Chang is a fiver. I can't remember what a tenner was. Maybe someone can email us in. At yeah. The, at the, what, what's oh, yeah. The Thought Police... It's, it's no, thought, thought Police, police pod. pod. Thought Police Pod right. at, at gmail.com. Yes, that's right. If you're a former ticket tells or an active ticket yeah. tells and know the vocab, email in, please. There used to be a guy, didn't there, called Stan Flashman? Yes. Have you ever heard of him? Yes, I have, yeah. And uh, I used to know people that... Oh, my phone's ringing, but I'm not going to answer it. Uh, I used to know people um, who sort of knew him because he started off, I think, I'm right in saying, as a sort of Arsenal... Ticket tower, yeah, because he was a big Arsenal fan, yeah. But he ended up, I think, getting quite um, legit, yeah, yeah, and Didn't ended up running this massive kind of you know ticket, ticket exchange agency right, in the middle of London, that's and he was right. no longer a tower, right? That's right, yeah. Well, the ones that so this is shows you how much time has changed. I can't name them obviously, right. but there was one we'll call him, uh, we'll call him Colin, right. Right. Which may or may not be. <laughs> but what they used to probably I mean, had several names. Anyway, they were so um, devious, hmm. but. They, so they'd come in, this is the old days, you'd come in and they'd check into the Hyde Park at, in uh, the, the plaza at Hyde Park or the Hilton oh, yeah. or whatever, and they'd pay cash for one night room, yeah. right? And then that the next morning, they'd just phone reception and say, we've decided to stay on for a week. Yeah. And reception say, okay, that's fine. Right. And because there was no cross-check about how people had paid, right. that would be fine. And right. then after four or five days, they'd just leave. Oh, well, so they never asked, so they only ever do that now, could you? You couldn't do it now, because no. you have to give your card over. Right. But it just shows you how much, much everything's changed. Oh, yeah. And now Ticketmaster and Vegogo and all of this business, I think it's pretty much... Because I've got to the point now, if I check into, if I'm, say, on a business somewhere in some hotel, yeah. I quite often don't even bother checking out. No, 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 you just car, walk, yeah. And you just send, they just email you the bill and all the rest of it, it's all done. Yeah. You know. Yeah. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But Ticketmaster's changed everything, hasn't it? You know, if you want to buy... Well, do you know what I don't understand now is these um, reselling sites. Yeah. Like, is it StubHub? There's StubHub, ViaGogo, like which so, yeah. is who are always getting shit from, from yeah. you know, yeah. customers. Yeah. Because you can go on to, say, StubHub and buy a ticket if you want to go and to the StubHub game. Well, some, well, you don't know is the problem. Yeah, so yeah. you don't know what you're buying. Yeah. But apparently, um, it seems to me that there's a problem with the source, still with the security at football matches, yeah. where you can basically sell on tickets yeah. that you shouldn't be able to sell well, on. Well, that's right. But it I, seems to be going on all the time. Because last time, I, my in-laws in Aberdeen, and there was a sell, Aberdeen Celtic oh, I thought you might have gone up for the Sports Personality of the Year. Or no, did you watch not. Any of that? Yeah, I did, yeah. I thought it was quite oh, good. Blimey. No, I, you did, Really? You didn't think it was like riddled with errors and awful? Well, there was the bit that Gary Lineker gave away the when Ben Stokes. When he gave away the Ben Stokes thing. And and then, the, did you not see Dennis Law at the end? He was pissed as a He must have been. He must, must have, have been, been. yeah. yeah. He, he really just kept laughing his yeah. head off. And he didn't appear to know that he was meant to pick the winner, right? Unless he's ill. Well, he might be ill, but he, he's quite he, old. You wouldn't put him on if you if he was I ill. Like so. 
No. no. And there was the bit where at the beginning where Gary Lineker was stood in front of this massive screen that had that it suddenly turned black and had yeah. input required. You know, <laughs> you know, it was like me trying to find out how to turn a, the was, sky yeah, on. It was a huge, um, <laughs> it was a huge hall. Where was, where did they have it? it was, so it's this new arena in Aberdeen. Okay. God knows where they. Apparently, they built loads of hotels near the airport. Well, Aberdeen's a very wealthy place. As it you is, probably know. but there aren't that many uh, hotels in there. There may no. be now, but right. God knows where all these people were staying. Right. Yeah, because I mean, I never made it to Aberdeen, fine enough. But my friend who runs the nightclub in uh, in Glasgow has opened a nightclub. Which in Aberdeen. nightclub does your friend run in Glasgow? The Garage. Oh yeah, you know the Garage. I do. Yeah, yeah Donald McLeod. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was part of my formative years in Glasgow. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I used to get home. Every, I mean, it started like I used to go there occasionally. After a while, I was going there about three nights a week. Yeah. And you know, coming home about five in yeah, the morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, easily done in Glasgow. Very easily done. Yeah. And he also not only was he the owner of the garage, he also owned the tunnel. Yeah. He also owned the Cat House, which was a sort of heavy yeah. metal place. He also owned a couple of restaurants. He didn't own that one volcano, did he? No. Do you remember that one? No. So that was it. Was actually it's the nightclub in Chain Spotting. Oh right. Even though Chain Spotting happens in Edinburgh, Edinburgh yeah. they, they shot the nightclub scene in okay. uh, the volcano right. in Glasgow, right. and it sort of stands alone in this. It's it's down near Byers Road. Okay. But in a fairly unsalubrious yeah. part of town. Yeah. And it's the most, ex- at least it was when I was there. I don't most know extraordinary that. looking place. Okay. Fantastic. I mean, I probably do know it, but yeah. I can't think of what yeah. it would be. Yeah. But no, I mean, he was a massive character. Which restaurants does he have? He owned a place called Stavka's, right. which was on Sucky Hall Street. Oh, I mean, yeah. We're talking about um, when I was there, sort of 19, what was it, 2002, 2005, yeah. around there. And he, do- he doesn't own it anymore. Right. Um, right. And he owned another place, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. But he got out of the restaurant business. Yeah. Um, but he was this massive character, and, and I met him um, because I was at one of these black tie dinners, and I met his, his PR girl. Yeah. And she was like, "You want to meet my, my boss? He's great." And I gave him a call. Yeah. But he drove around. He had the only Cadillac Escalade in Scotland. <laughs> right. It was left hand drive. He had That's a driver awesome. for most of the time because yeah. most of the time he couldn't drive <laughs> because he would be too pissed. You know? yeah. And he said, "Yeah, we so we just had an absolute hoot, and he's yeah. become a really good friend of mine." Right, um, and he's still alive, isn't he? Oh yeah, 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 he's yeah. Still yeah. I know he's still making more money now than ever. Fantastic, because he also promoted he promoted Oasis at Loch Lomond. Oh yeah, I mean Big he used game, to do yeah. Yeah. he used to do stuff for the SECC. Did Marilyn Manson? Right, um, great story about Marilyn Manson was apparently um, he came the second time he came, um, and Donald was putting him on. And they were back in backstage in the green room or whatever it was, and he'd got a new wife. Right. And the new wife and he are sitting on the sofa. And one of Donald's guys comes in with like 12 boxes of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and they were like, Oh, well, this is what you had last time. He's on your rider. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was what he had the last time. And the wife's going, What? <laughs> But, you know, just That's very great. funny. We saw Ted Nugent. He put Ted Nugent on. No way. And I went and sat with Ted Nugent. He's in a white bathrobe. Yeah. Because I mean, the only song I know by Ted Nugent probably is Cat Scratch Fever, right? <laughs> right. And he's like this mad American Texan yeah. who's got, I think he's got lions. He shoots lions and stuff in his yeah. ranch oh, in Texas. He's one of these guys, you know, yeah. massive right winger. Yeah. Um, but I'm sitting in the dressing room with him after the show. And it, and it was just amazing. I had pizza with... Um, with Franz Ferdinand, Fantastic. you know, because I just used to hang around. Donald yeah. was more than happy to be hang around. Fantastic. Because he couldn't really do it with all the people he worked with, yeah. you know. It was an amazing time. Yeah. And um, in fact, we're going to see him over Christmas. Because I miss Glasgow, don't you? Yeah. I think it is I a love great Glasgow. city, It Glasgow. really is. Yeah. I mean, it's very small in terms of London, yeah. but actually London is so big and busy now. Yeah. I mean, it was so busy that when I came here today... I was commenting that the trains were really quiet because yeah. normally it's rammed now all the time. Yeah. You literally can't go anywhere. Yeah. 
It's yeah. nice when you go into a different city and the density is just a little bit less and you breathe. I, actually, funny enough, I found that about Berlin. We were in Berlin this time last See, year. See, I haven't been to Berlin. Have you never been to I've Berlin? I've never been there. Mate, honestly, it's fantastic. I need to go. My daughter's been. She loves it. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, when you see the sites, you know, and you see the wall and, mm. and all the, the buildings that have still got all the shrapnel marks yeah. and the bullets. I mean, that is a fascinating, oh, um, it's a incredible. fascinating thing. Actually, I was going to say, well, you've obviously seen the lives of others. Yes, um, brilliant. Because uh, you, you put me onto it. I, I did. Yeah, yeah I also put you onto that other film, the marriage Mate, thing. Wasn't that great? What a great film! Wasn't that amazing? What a great! You know, film. very occasionally you yeah. get this kind of surprise. Yeah. Because most of the time you're going through Netflix, going yeah, yeah. I quite often end up watching things I've already watched. Yeah. Just because I quite like them, you know. But a lot of these films are just garbage. Well, but this skip- one, the marriage story. So I skipped it before you told me about it because uh-huh. I just thought it was a lousy title and I thought yeah. that can't be any good right. but it's a what a great film it's really it? searing isn't it really good and really a great good. exploration of the legal system in America yeah. and how fucked it is do you know what it's as good now we're talking about it it's as good as Kramer versus Kramer yes I think yeah it's brilliant and that was a yeah. tremendous film yes yes we got stuck watching Out of Africa yesterday. Oh, I like which, Out of which Africa. Which I love, actually. It's the soundtrack, great, great fantastic. Film. Yeah, the soundtrack. And Robert Redford's brilliant. Yeah. She always yeah. cries at the end, of course. Yeah. Floods of tears. Yeah. But, um, I went to her house, you know, the real woman's house in, oh, yeah. uh, in Holland. Okay. Um, and, and, and actually, there's a hotel there now right. on the grounds that you can stay in. And it's this beautiful sort of white, uh, big white farmhouse mm. where she, I think she wrote her book okay. there and she died there, right. I think. But um, she was an extraordinary character. Yeah. yeah. But when you think back to those times when they were pretty much the colonial kind of yeah. Britain, uh, Holland, whatever, French, Congo and all that. Yeah. Um, you know, you wouldn't want to be a single woman on your... I mean, she was married to that scummy German guy yeah. who gave her syphilis. That's right. But, I mean, uh, you wouldn't want to be a woman wandering about the bush on your own, would you? No. And you've been there, of course, I suppose, yeah, as well. Tanzania. So, that, so does that, I mean, if you see a film now like that, yeah, isn't that pretty cool? I mean, I, one of yeah. the things I liked about that film, uh, I know it was another. I watched another film. Well, I've got to talk to you about this CGI faces thing. You remember I said oh, yeah. the, the Irishman? Irishman. Yeah. I didn't like it. Oh, you didn't. So oh. I saw, there's a new Nicole Kidman film which yeah. is out on Netflix where she plays this kind of mad police officer, right? Right. But they filmed part of it, well, quite a lot of it in Palm Desert where we were in February. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Right, and also a bit of it in the Marriott Hotel in um, Newport Beach. Oh, lovely. And so they were walking down a bit of the, the Newport Beach Hotel that I'd walked. Yeah, fabulous. And I'm going, this is great. great. I know exactly where that's that right. is. It's weird when that happens. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. But that's quite good. But they've done something to her face, so she looks almost like a zombie. Have they done the same CGI thing? I think so. The... I what I'm worried about. This yeah. is now going to be the new thing. Yeah. That they take people and change their faces. Yeah. And I don't like it. I I'm... thought it worked well in The Irishman. Did you? Well, it was interesting. That, and you can see it on Netflix, I think. You can yeah. see De Niro Chino, Peschke and Scorsese yeah. all talking about it. Oh, really? And they said the thing about the... It wasn't so much the, the technology that changed you, the wrinkles on your face in yeah. all this business. It was how you had to remember how to act like a 40-year-old. Okay. And there was, a, there was a scene where Pacino, playing Jimmy Hoffa, gets up from... I think it's John Kennedy's uh, inauguration. Oh, yeah. They're watching it at home. And he gets up and he says, I don't want to watch this shit, you know, and he mm. storms off. But they showed you the outtake, and he right. gets up like 70-year-old right. Al Pacino, right. and the director has to go, Al, you're meant to be 38 right. during this, and right. he has to sort of yeah. spring up and, and yeah. totally act in a different right. way. But I thought it was, I'd, I'd, I mean, I'd sooner have that than having, you know, John Hamm playing the young De Niro yeah. or something. Yeah, I don't know, I just, I, I'm just not comfortable with it. If you see the Nicole Kidman film, I can't remember yeah. the name of it, I think it's got one title. I'll try and check it out. And it's it quite good. Yeah. You know, it's quite a sort of unusually yeah. um, 
violence at the police show. Right. Um, and <laughs> well, she's a bit unhinged. Violent, she's a bit unhinged, yeah. which is good. Yeah. But her face just looks really odd. Right. Maybe you she's know. just Botoxed up a bit. No, it's definitely there's a weird, it's a weird kind of colour. Everything's kind of right. not right, quite right, right about it. Right. You know, and if that's just what they're doing now. Yeah. You know, and what does it mean? Does it mean they're going to start doing it for everybody? Maybe they'll start doing it for me. You know, now that I'm into these kind of, you know, TV ventures. Yeah. You know. What would uh, they do? Well, they could maybe... Take your wrinkles thinner, away. Thinner. Thinner, bit of darkness. You know, bit how they used to do that. Do you remember how they used to do that photo uh, shopping of, of, yes. of, of models on the front pages yes. of, of magazines? Yes, the airbrushing. The air, but it was the electronic airbrushing. Yeah. So that they looked completely different. Flawless. Which now apparently they're not supposed to do. I'm not sure there's an airbrush big enough to make you look flawless. <laughs> I don't think there is. Although, when I first went up to... Um, when News UK bought uh, Talk Sport yeah. and Talk Radio, I had to go for a picture of a photo session, right? Um, and they did some amazing things with my <laughs> with my head. Yeah, they did. At one point, and, and also because I've you know been in, like you, been in business a long time. I haven't spent a lot of time in photo studios, yeah. but I mean I have been in them. Yeah, on the other side of the camera, watching yeah. photographers taking pictures of whoever it was I'm interviewing. Yeah, um, and we've seen now the Hasselblads and the big square boxes and all that. Uh, the Polaroids that they do before, and they don't do any of that now. The guy's just got literally, he's got a, a stationary camera on a tr- on a tripod, yeah. and he's got a, an iMac next to him. Yeah, and so it's all just it going instantly. straight onto the yeah. iMac. And I'm looking, so I there's one point at which I'm standing sort of behind him, just looking at all the pictures that he's taken. Yeah, and it's incredible. Yeah, and they, I mean, I'll show you a couple of them because they 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 did something to me that made me look almost metallic. Is that, did it have one of those round flashes? You know. The, yes, we yeah. have those in the studio. Which are yeah. amazing. Where we, in fact, where we sat yeah. to do the off-air yeah. show. Do you remember? Yeah. You might remember there was like I a do. green... I, I do. Yeah, that, that can be I, a stationary yeah. camera. And still apparently camera. They, they sort of... You know those photos where you can see yeah. like the pores yeah. on the skin and that? Yeah. That's what they that's did. That's exactly yeah. What, yeah. what they did. Amazing. Yeah. And it was incredible. But of course now, I've got this new iPhone 11. Yeah. I can do it on here. Do you like the iPhone 11? Well, it's one of those things that it's... My wife's got one, she's not that... I'm still... Well, do you know what I found out at the weekend, which didn't please me? Um, it doesn't take Wi-Fi calling, You're apparently. Kidding. No, I'm not joking. Really? And I was going nuts, as you can imagine, right? Because yeah. I was waiting, I had to do an interview in America, yeah. and down in Sussex, the signal's not very good, and the, and the landline is horrendous. Yeah, it's like, so the um, Wi-Fi call's perfect. The Wi-Fi call is absolutely perfect, yeah. because you can't really call a radio station, or they can't call you yeah. um, on Skype or anything like that, right? So... Um, I'm, I'm on the Vodafone website trying to get and they say do this and I'm like I couldn't get it I was, I was about to throw the computer out of the window you know. Yeah. and then you read the instructions it says these phones are available with Wi-Fi calling and the iPhone 11 isn't one of them my god and they didn't tell me that that's astonishing I mean I, I don't use it a lot yeah. but if I'm ever calling anyone and I don't want to pay for it yeah. then that's what I use do you, have you managed to get to grips with the new cameras yeah, the new cameras are great. My wife can't work it out. Really? To make it work, yeah. I mean, I, no, I don't have a problem with the camera. Right. But there's a few other things that it... But a lot of it has also stemmed from the updated, you know, the new kind The new software. The new That's software. That's what's bugging mine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, my email now... Like everything, really... Lots of things have changed. Yeah, I've, had yeah. to, I've had to manually go back into my emails because yeah. it used to put everything on a chain. Right, yes, exactly. Well, now, sorry, now it puts everything on a chain, which I didn't want. And also, when you forward something, yeah. it chops off... By default now, yeah. it shops off what you're meant to be right. forwarding. So right. that was a lot. Yeah, so there's a few things that I don't like about it, yeah. but by and large, it's a great phone. Do you think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it also, it's got a big memory now. It's got sort of, I think something ridiculous, like 256 
As it was, whatever. 236 I mean, of them things. Yeah, I mean, I got it big the last time because when I was, I, I'd shoot quite a few videos on it and stuff. Right. And, you, and you know, the one thing you don't want is it for it to stop and go, you yeah. haven't got enough memory for no, that. No, quite. You can and make got, a movie on them now. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I think somebody did. Didn't well, do you know that I, I, I movie I made about the Thought Police? Yes. I mean, I did actually do that on yeah. the iPad, but you could do it on here. You, well, you could, I, I think somebody has made a feature film. Yes, on, I think they on have. An iPhone. I think they have. Yeah, I think it was shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they make a lot of shit films. But anyway. At least it didn't cost as much as yeah. some of the other shit films they make. You know, because that is that is the great um, thing about now, for example, you remember Christmas when it came around, used to be this time when you would sit down and watch all these great films. Yeah, The Wizard Nobody of Oz. Nobody does that anymore. No. You know, I mean, my kids are kind of going, what? Yeah. what? Well, the Wizard of Oz is on. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Nice one, yeah. You it's know. in colour. <laughs> yeah. It's not in the beginning. I'll tell you what the... Um, what you notice though about when you watch old films with kids yeah. is just how ponderous the beginnings of old films are yeah. or how much time they give themselves to get into the story yeah. and I suppose that's because you were a captive audience and also you? they've got that stupid incidental music yeah, like yeah, It's right. a Wonderful Life that's right, right? which that's is a great right. film yeah, yeah, yeah. but can you get your kids yeah. to watch it I, be, never, I bet you can't never I mean, I took ages to get Emma to get to watch Casablanca. Yeah. Because she just was like, it's black and white. Yeah. No, that's mine. She hated it. Mine the same. You know. What uh, uh, what did she make of Casablanca? By the time she started appreciating it enough to watch it, she loved it. Yeah. So now she gets it. Yeah. And she's like, now I get these. I love Casablanca. What a film. I still cry at the end of it. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous, right? Yeah. I mean, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and by that time, I'm usually quite pissed as well. So (laughs) it may well be part of that. Once I was telling someone the other day, actually, we were talking about. dads and stuff like that and, and I remember when I was flying back once from New York and I'll tell you how long ago it was we were flying beat British Caledonian oh and that God. was still going right? and I used to know the PR so I used to get upgraded to business right yeah. and I sat next to this guy who I think was in the CIA it was one of those I wasn't sure but he kind of was a bit mysterious about whatever it was and it was this movie called Dad yeah. with Jack Lemmon as the father and Ted Danson yeah. as the son yeah. who was a sort of grown up son and the dad was going do Lally. He, was, he had dementia, he was getting Alzheimer's, and it was really sad, right? But we'd got stuck into about as much booze as you could possibly drink in a seven hour flight. And by this, this like five hours in, we started to watch this film. We were both weeping like, uncontrollably. We got off at the end in Heathrow. People were like, What's fucking up with these two? You know, had <laughs> some kind of breakup on the plane, you know, the tears are streaming down oh, your face. Fantastic. And I mean, I don't even remember what happens in the film. Fantastic. But it was brilliant. I'll have know. to check it out. Oh, fantastic. Well, well, I'm going to finish with asking you what your favourite moment of the year was, which, which you probably not, won't necessarily be able to bring to mind, because I usually have to watch yeah. one of those yearly roundups. Before I go, yeah. Before you go, oh, Okay, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Um... A sporting one. Okay. England winning the Ashes. You're not no. going to give me Liverpool winning the Champions League? That, well, I could do, couldn't I? That was... Oh, well, no, okay, fine. Thank do you. Do you know, actually, I thought England, of you... Uh, Liverpool beating Barcelona yeah. in the second leg of the yes. semi. Do you know, I thought of you, actually, um, <laughs> when the sports personality of the year award was on, because I thought, <laughs> typical Liverpool, right? They yeah. win the Champions League the same year that England win the Cricket World Cup. That's right. So they don't and win Team of the Year. They don't even get a mention. Did, well, they, got, they were shortlisted, yeah. I think, for Team yeah. of the Year. And they had Next a couple year. of... And a couple of moments they had, like the fourth goal against yeah. Barcelona, I think, was in there. Yeah. But um, next year, when we when we win the league with 110 points and we win the Champions League, then by stuffing Manchester City three 0 Who's going to finish second though? Because well, Leicester, Leicester trips up a going, bit, don't they? Yeah, but they're still going well. I'd back Leicester at this point. Really? I don't know. Well, I haven't seen. 
at the weekend, um, City. Well, they battered Arsenal. Arsenal who were just I mean, oh my God. I, honestly, I, that's a good, good piece of good news you've got coming up to Piers Morgan's party. Yes, to be able to ratchet that right. Fantastic. Ride. I was yeah. expecting Freddie Lundberg to come on himself. You know, yeah. he would have done better than yeah. Him. Well, have you seen now the other thing that's happened with old uh, Mesut Ozil? No, who's absolutely screwed everything up. Oh yes, I pitch, have. Yeah, where he, he tweeted Chinese some thing. stuff. Yeah, he tweeted yes. some stuff about China. Yeah. Um, and now they've banned Arsenal from being shown on the state broadcast. State broadcast. And they put, I mean, they've obviously got a sense of humour. They put the Spurs game on instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, the Ch- if you're a Chinese Arsenal fan, you should count it as a blessing. Yeah. You don't want to watch anymore. No, actually, crap. you've been saved. You have been saved yeah. from humiliation. Right. Man. So or we'll be back um, in a couple of weeks, basically. Well, right? I think it's January 7th. We'll yeah, be back. so we're away next week, Christmas. Well, we week. might do a best of, right? Or we should be, yeah, look yeah. out for a best of. We'll do yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. By the way, Campuchia. Doesn't, doesn't exist. I didn't think so. No, it, it used so to be. So all that money they raised, where did that go then? I don't know. Well, it did exist then. It was, it was, it was the state that was ruled yeah. by the Khmer Rouge. Yeah, right. So yeah. it was like Cambodia, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was basically part Cambodia, of Cambodia. Part of Cambodia. Um, wow. Marxist, Leninist, totalitarian state. Well, they got twenty six quid of mine. Bloody hell! I think for the tickets. That's what I think we paid. <laughs> <laughs> it went to a country that doesn't exist. <laughs> this is why I don't give my money to foreign aid. <laughs> right. Anyway, Merry Christmas. Have a great Christmas, everyone. See you in the new year. So if you fly to Dublin, say yeah. from, I don't know, Romania, and you get in a car and you drive into um, the ports of, of Northern Ireland yeah. and you take a ferry over to, say, Stranra, yeah. which you can do, yeah. You know, at some point or other during that journey, you get checked, surely. I guess so. You must do. Don't know. I mean, I've not done it, so I've never. Yeah. I've only ever flown to Northern Ireland. Yeah. Uh, I used to go to Belfast quite a lot, yeah. and I certainly remember the days when there was CJD knocking about. Yeah. You used to have to walk through like a yeah. trough. I think that was slightly different, wasn't it? Because they were. Yeah but, you had, yeah, but you had to walk through a trough. Yeah. Felt like I don't think anyone's going to make livestock. I don't. Even though they, <laughs> they hold non-European Union members in contempt, I don't yeah. think they'll make them walk through a trough. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that'd be the answer. Imagine the French customs yeah. going into the Eurostar and just walk through that shop. Yeah, you, you you've, got your, you you've got on your shoes. <laughs>
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.